This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. Well, it was an honor that turned into a disgrace. And it's all people have been talking about all morning. When the Canadian group, the Tenors, took to the field in San Diego last night at the baseball game to sing the Canadian National Anthem, here's how Remigio Pereira handled his solo verse. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time we ask that you please rise and kindly remove your hats. First, we honour Canada with the singing of the Canadian National Anthem. Here to perform O Canada, please welcome the Tenors. Oh, Canada, our home and native land, true patriot love, in all thy sons Well, Remy, as we know him here, did not consult his bandmates or even let them know beforehand that he was going to change the lyrics to O Canada to reflect his political views. And whatever your political view, most people agree that mangling the anthem in this way is disrespectful. We want to hear from you. The numbers again, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. The tenors have apologized, calling... Remy, a lone wolf, in quotes. Uh, Remy himself hasn't said he's sorry, though he did tweet an explanation. He's been suspended from performing with the group, and the question is, will that be enough to contain the damage. Here in the studio, I have our very own John Vendriel, Vice President of Programming at the New Classical FM. Welcome, John. Welcome. Yes, thank you very much. Good to and, be here. Yeah, and uh, because, of course, uh, we have been uh, airing the tenors here and promoting them since they started quite a while ago. And on the line, I have Bob Reed of Veritas Communications. Hi, Bob. Hi. So, Bob, we'll start with you because you're the expert in damage control. Is that apology going to be enough? We don't know at this point. We don't know and they don't know. And I, uh, I think they are watching it very closely to see where it ripples from here and what kind of impact it's going to have on the band, not only from, uh, from public response and fan-based response that we all get to see in real time on social media in this day and age, but also in terms of uh, on the business side. Will it impact on them potentially in terms of, of lost business? Might they be getting calls from, 
uh, from promoters or events that they're booked into saying, you know what, in light of uh, what went down there, we're not sure we want to have you anymore. I don't know if that's happening, but I think these are some of the considerations that they're going to watch for and see if the apology was enough or if they need to go a step further. I thought it was quite telling in the uh, statement that was released last night in the aftermath that they said that uh, Remy will not be performing with the band until further notice. Keeping a door open there. Uh, well, that surprised me, frankly, uh, JVD, John. Uh, you know, I'm surprised they didn't fire him outright. Well, they've been together a long time, right? It's uh, They've been a quartet for since, I think, 2009, when uh, it was really David Foster who helped get their career going with that tour. And uh, Remy is really an essential part of the group. And he's a good singer, but he also does a lot of the arrangements for their music, and he's a fabulous guitar player. Uh, so he knows the instruments, and so he's a very essential part of the group. So I can understand on that level that they might have second thoughts about it. But you're right. Uh, what he did in so many different levels is unprofessional. I mean, he, they were hired to do to sing the national anthem, right? And he turned it into a political statement. And, and not it's only the national anthem. I mean, it's not even you know exactly. just a song. It's the national anthem. It's uh, dealing with uh, trying to make a political statement about race relations in a very very, very volatile period in America, and it's almost as if you're lecturing uh, Americans to a certain extent, and who are we to do that? So well, on so many different levels, it's wrong, and I can imagine that the group is is probably mulling over what are they going to do going forward. But Remy himself, I know, has been such an essential part of the group. Uh, okay, uh, and it's interesting, Don Cherry tweeted, he was actually born in the States. Uh, I think we have to claim him as Canadian because his family moved back here before he was six months old. Um, Bob, if you were advising them, what would you tell them to be doing now? I'd tell them to do actually exactly uh, what, they, what they have done up, up to this point, Libby. Uh, the, as, as shocked and appalled as I was when, uh, when the incident first occurred, I was impressed as well last night with how quickly they were able to manage the, uh, the fallout around this. And what I'm talking about there is that statement that the band issued uh, in pretty short order. They must have moved very quickly, I think, to, uh, to get that together and to get it out, in which they made clear that this was a complete, as they said, lone wolf move on the part of Remy Pereira. There was no discussion about it beforehand. It was not anything that the other members of the band or management endorsed. It came right out of the blue and caught everybody by surprise. So by getting that statement out very quickly and making clear the exact circumstances of how this happened, and also answering the question that everybody was asking, who thought that was a good idea? They managed to change the arc of the, of the news coverage before the 11 o'clock news last night so that the story was not the tenors collectively did this and there's mass outrage in response to it. It's one of the tenors did this. And there's the mass outrage. Very upset, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it comes down to a matter of trust for the group as well. I mean, suddenly you ha- here, here you have a member that has been a member for a long time, almost since its inception, and does something like this without consulting any of them. Well, yeah, and, and he's really messing up their careers. And, and, and like, who knows if that, that probably, I would guess, does not reflect everybody's political views to begin with. I mean, where does he get... 
get off doing this. And not to mention that, you know, every performing or on-air type contract that I ever see, I've ever seen has a clause that says that if you do something that dis- brings dishonor to the brand, they can let you go. Well, that's true, yeah, but I'm that's... sure they were so surprised by that because they've done this thing so many different times. They've done national anthems before for the Canadian national anthems at, at other events. So I'm sure a lot of them kind of went, oh, okay, this is just a routine thing for them. And then suddenly, whoa. <laughs> and wasn't, wasn't this thing to begin with in response? Remember the, that American singer who mangled our anthem recently? Oh, there have been a few of those over yeah. the years. <laughs> yeah. But mangling remember it uh, innocently is different. Sorry. Barr? Sorry, Roseanne Barr. Remember Roseanne Barr? Oh yeah, that was a. But at the baseball game, that was quite some time ago. But she was, you know, she made the same kind of mistake. She thought she would use the opportunity of being able to sing the national anthem on live live TV, the U.S. anthem in that case, and turn it into a comedic statement somehow, or to or to try and to try and make make fun of it or or to, uh, I don't know, generate some headlines for herself, whatever her motivation was, and that turned into a classic backfire. Well, yeah, except at least she she only shot herself in the foot and, and not a, a group of other people that rely on this. Um, let's uh, take a call from our listeners at this point. We've got Mary and Janetville. Hi, Mary. Hi. How are you? Fine, thank you. How are you? Fine, thanks. Good. I just think it was disgusting. And I really think that if they had done that to the American uh, National Anthem last night, somebody would have got up and shot them right on the spot. Oh, the, maybe that's a, a little that's bit a little much. a harsh, but I think it's just terrible. I mean, as you've been saying, that they have mangled our, our anthem other times, but sometimes it was a mistake because they didn't practice what they were singing. But it's getting to be a, a real comic, and I, and I just disgusted with what they did. And I hope, I hope he pays for it, not just a "I'm sorry I did it" and they let it go at that. Okay, well, uh, thanks, Mary, for your call. Um, okay, let's see what our experts think. Can he uh, get out of this? By he hasn't apologized yet. By the way, uh, I'm just going to uh, read a tweet here. He explained. Uh, I've been so moved lately by the tragic loss of life, and I hoped for a positive statement that would bring us all together. That's not an apology. Uh, would an apology work? Can he apologize and, and kind of come back from this, guys? Well, Libby, I think you're bang on that that is the missing piece right now. We saw the apology from the band, in that statement last night when they made clear this was Remy acting alone and uh, without any sanction or any involvement from the rest of them, uh, what is missing is an apology from the instigator himself. He's tried to explain it. He's saying his singular motivation was that uh, uh, I believe in love, peace, and harmony for all. That's been my life purpose. That's the message I was trying to send. So, you know, you, you could be uh, you could give them the benefit of the doubt and say it was it was well intended, but really ham-fistedly delivered. And what he doesn't seem to understand is uh, well, he clearly didn't understand a lot of things when he decided to do it. But now in the aftermath, what he doesn't understand is people want to hear an apology for this because it's warranted. 
Uh, John, no, what do I you agree. Think? I absolutely. I think he has to. I mean, that at this point, it's <laughs> just to to kind of explain it away and his good intentions and things like that. It just isn't going to cut it for a lot of people. And uh, an apology is at the very least is what it's what what has to be done. I would think. Uh-huh. Uh, he, I mean, having interviewed them many times, I mean, they're such great guys. They're sweet guys. So this yeah, is the I've, last I've talked thing to him. Expect. Yeah. You know, Remy is you know he, as he says in his statement, he is a loving person, and uh, to actually have have uh, seen this and actually happened really I think took everybody by surprise um, uh, partly because of who they are and what they represented over the years I, I you know I've heard a lot of people say though oh he made a mistake just let it go do you do you, do you agree with that John do you think well I, you know we all make mistakes and but that you kind of have to own up to it I think people will forgive you if you're willing to um, to ask forgiveness and say, hey, I made a mistake, it was my fault, blah, 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 and let's move on. And that, that would go uh, a long way to making it uh, uh, a better. John, you deal with the music world and promoters and, and venues all the time. How do you think that the people booking them are going to view this? Just your guess. Well, that's, that's interesting. I, I'm not exactly sure. And I, th- I, th- I think Bob you know, was saying it's kind of early to say. I don't know how much of a big controversy this is in, let's say, in the U.S., as it is here in Canada, they might have issues in terms of promoting or being able to do this in, in Canada. Uh, in the U.S., I'm not sure. I mean, uh, they've had such a successful run over the years up until this very incident. How that'll play out is a very good question. I think what, what will be necessary is for Remy to make an apology, and then that will will help do uh, help pave the way for them, I well, think. They have a date in Los Angeles, I think, uh, at the end of the month or in about a month's uh, time, and unclear if if Remy is going to be playing with them. I mean, I guess, uh, as you say, for their American bookings, this was not carried live in the States, but it was addressing something that is a huge and and very divisive issue in the States. Bob? Yeah. um, My my original take was I don't think Americans will really care, um, but given given the, uh, the the heightened sensitivities uh, that are you know at play across the United States uh, around race relations and around this debate about Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, all of that stuff, uh, it, it certainly won't go unnoticed. I do think it's survivable, and for for the for the, the tenors overall, and I, I would venture to to say even for Remy to remain part of them if they do a, a number of things quickly and correctly. One is he has to own up that it was a very, very bad idea, despite his intentions, and he can continue to, to try and make the case that um, his intentions were pure and he didn't mean any disrespect. He just wanted to, uh, he, he felt seized to use the, the opportunity to, to send home a message. But he has, to, he has to own up, he has to understand, and he has to make clear to everyone else that he understands that he completely overstepped he offended a lot of people on both sides of the border on a number of fronts with that gesture and then by uh, I, I think he's he's got to um, uh, he's got to sit down with uh, some or a few people uh, in the media uh, and uh, and talk through that as well to make that clear I think if all of that gets done 
then they can start to work towards moving past it. The other thing, too, just very quickly is, uh, as, as John alluded and, and Libby, as you said, um, I've met these guys as well, and I've spent some time chatting with them, and they are very nice, very good, very decent people. They have tremendous goodwill in the bank. Up until now, the brand value of the tenors was very, very high. They're tremendous performers. They're very gifted. They're very dedicated to their craft, and they've never done anything offside before. So I think that counts for a lot as well in the court of public opinion when a misstep is made. Okay, uh, let's take a call from Sharon in Burlington. Hi, Sharon. Hi. Um, I just want to, I kind of, um, after I called, he kind of said the same thing as I'm thinking. I think the guy should be forgiven. I think it is a mistake and that the tenors are great. They're great singers and all should be forgiven and just move on. But don't you think forgiveness is to those who repent? <laughs> John. <laughs> John's background, yeah. his Calvinist background here is coming and out. I, I hope it doesn't affect any of their events or booking events. I think they're great. So I, I don't think it should be. He, The band itself should not be punished. Or, but do you think he has to apologize? Yeah, only I think because of the backlash. For me, I don't care. But I think because of the backlash, yes. Or for any Canadian or anybody who, who, or on both sides. For I know that Jennifer Lopez, there was, uh, she actually said all lives matter, and there was a backlash against her. So, and I guess because he used the national anthem, that is even more of a, yeah, what taboo. Yep. So I think he should be forgiven. I think you know, and I hope that none of his events get affected by it. I think they're great singers, and let them perform, and let's all enjoy their singing. Okay, Sharon, thanks for your call. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. We have to take a quick break. We'll be back with more on this. The numbers before we go, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740, and we will be back after this. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight back with Libby Snymer on Zuma Radio. Welcome back. I am here with our own John Van Drill and Bob Reed of Veritas Communications. We're talking about Remy Pereira from the Tenors, uh, and he is uh, he. He uh, just sort of took the national anthem and added his own lyrics uh, <laughs> in a very controversial way. I'm going to go right to the phones because we only have a few minutes left for this. We've got Francine in Mississauga. Hi, Francine. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? Good. I'm well. Thanks for taking my call. Um, yeah. So I was just thinking that I am someone of I am I have a Jamaican background, so okay. I, I am African Canadian. And I really do appreciate the gesture that Remy did. However, it was not the time or the place for that. You know, the national anthem represents the entire country, and you can't just change the lyrics for your own political views. So I, I don't agree with his, his uh, using it on that platform. Yeah, that was and, the, the other thing that really struck me. If he, Whatever message he might have had was just completely lost. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. 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 
Um, and then also what I was thinking was that I do think that he should apologize. However, I do think that his apology is should be geared towards his group members because now this will be affecting them. And like people have been saying, it's going to be affecting their bookings and things like that. And actually, until I heard your show, I didn't know his name was Remy Pereira. All I saw in all the headlines were the tenors did this, the tenors did that. So I think he needs to apologize to his group members. Yeah, his full name is Remigio, but uh, we know him as Remy. As I said, you know, John here, and I mean, I've known them since 2007. Um, I don't know if he was in the group then. There's a picture on my wall of myself with the tenors in 2000. Oh, you have the picture. I was wondering where that was. No, there's one on the <laughs> oh, <okay>. wall here <laughs> with the new, the latest group, but they, they've changed over a few, a few times. Well, the, yeah, the original group was actually a trio right. in 2007, yeah. and then about a year a year later or so, the the, uh, the quartet became a quartet, and uh, Remy was part of that uh, early second iteration, right. so to speak. And uh, so he's been with the group since 2008, really. Okay, yeah, so, now, so which is a fairly long time. So ago. that picture pre predates him. Um yeah, and so I think yeah, you want to hear an apology from him and uh you know, I'm sure he will have to do more than apologize to his bandmates. Mhm. For sure. I I I just wish him luck. Okay. Okay, thanks a lot. Uh we have some very uh forgiving uh callers here. Uh we have time for just one more. So uh Anne in Mississauga. Hi. Um yeah, well, I found I find it showed great irreverence for O Canada, for our country, and um, you know I'm totally I, I'm very hurt by that. Mm. And uh, I we were brought up O Canada to be so proud, and you would never ever if you have respect, you would never ever change a word um, from our great national anthem. So I think that he should be fined for that. Fined. Yeah. But would you forgive him? Well, I'll I'll forgive him, but let's make it like nobody else will do that. Just teach this person, you know, teach them a lesson that nobody else would do that. You have, this is our country. This is my country. I have, I, I love my country, Canada. And we were brought, we were brought up to love our anthem. You never change your word. Never, never. It's our anthem. And I think most countries would feel that way too about their national anthem. Um, yes, though I have to have to remind people, uh, the words to O Canada are going to change. It's passed the House of Commons, uh, needs, uh, needs a ratification, but uh, from uh, um, in all of us command will be the new line instead of in all thy son's command. So, yeah, well, okay, but that's going to be done by the House of Commons, right? But right. they're going to do it. It's not somebody else that's going to... You know, like that's going to change it. They're going to sing it, and they're, because they're feeling strongly about what's going on in the world or something, they're just going to take, you know, change a few words to make, you know. Yep. For so that that's different. If the House is Commons going to do that, I'm okay with that. But no one else should come out there. They should have respect for our country. Absolutely. I yep. think I think we all agree with you. And thanks for your call. Thank you very much. Have a great day. You too. Bye bye. Okay, so uh, just to wrap things up, uh, Bob, your thought? Yeah, I, I think it's uh, it, uh, clearly an apology is the thing that everybody's looking for at this point. Uh, it's, it's appropriate, it's the right thing to do, and it will go a long way uh, for Remy and the rest of the tenors in, in trying to 
uh, close a, a chapter on this and, and put it behind them. Um, the band is going to have to uh, do some soul searching. Uh, they're going to have to assess whether this is a, a firing offense or not. As John said earlier, there are a lot of considerations at play, though. Um, it's not easy to replace a key member in any group, and, and especially in, in this one, uh, given, <clears throat> given the roles that they all have vocally. Um, as John said, he's a, he's a tremendously talented guitarist as well, and that's part of the show. So they, they've got to decide if, uh, if they're going to bench him or fire him all together. I think it'll be the former, not the latter. And uh, I think they'll get past this. I think they'll get tired in the future of having to ask or having to answer the O Canada question uh, for a long time before it, uh, before it gets fully behind them. But I do think it's possible if they make the right moves now. Okay. And, uh, you know, John, if I were their manager, I would tell them that you should be the first interview for Remy. <laughs> <laughs> Just putting that out there. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, they've opened that door and it's going to be hard to close that door. And uh, to, uh, for me, or it seemed to me, uh, apart from everything else that's been said, it comes down to a matter of trust and it, trust for him with the group. Do they still trust him going forward? And also for people who are going to book book them for upcoming concerts. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, we are... Uh, going to change gears now. Bob Reed, John Van Riel, thank you so much. Thank you, Libby. Okay. Thanks, Libby. Bye-bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.